Welcome, sports fans, to the Shoot Your Thought podcast with your hosts, Josh Sanger and Neil Rampersod. Hello and welcome to the Shoot Your Thought podcast. Neil, how are you? Oh, we good. We out here. We got, we got 55. fans back. 55 56 56 56 wow it's been a it's been a week here folks we got a lot to catch up on here there's a lot of information we're gonna pack into this episode uh but let's get started um with the news that's basically on everyone's mind right now and that's um how the russian invasion of ukraine is affecting the world of sports so obviously every every ukrainian every russian athlete are all being put under the microscope right now um, and specifically being interviewed and, you know, cornered almost with questions about how, what are their thoughts on what's happening in the world right now? Uh, you know, reporters love to do that. They love to put athletes, um, you know, in the spotlight and, and basically, yeah, like I said, just corner them in front of the mic and ask them these questions. Um, but before we talk about, it, I want to, I want to play for you what, what Ovechkin said, what his stance was on this. Um, obviously it's a hard situation, um, you know, um, I have lots of friends in Russia and uh, Ukraine and it's hard to see uh, the war, like, I hope uh, soon it's going to be over and um, there's going to be uh, peace in the whole world. Do you support Russia's invasion of Ukraine? Um, like, I'm Russian, right? Um, sometimes, like, Something, some, something I can control, you know, it's not in my hands. Um, how I said, like, I hope it's going to end soon and uh, it's going to be uh, peace in uh, both countries. And, uh, you know, um, I, don't, I don't control this one. Now, a lot of people are giving him heat for that. A lot of people are going after him for this, for this stance on, you know, not condemning what's happening in, in, in Ukraine and like not condemning his country, his home country, his president. But you got to think like Putin knows who Alexander Ovechkin is personally. Like they've met. They he knows Ovechkin's family. Yeah, Ovechkin's, they're supporters of each other. Exactly. Ovechkin's yeah. whole family is in Russia. All of his money is tied up in Russia. If he were to say something, if he were to say something, you know, off the cuff about you know how he doesn't support Putin or for whatever reason like that's his livelihood he could very well have his put his family in danger if he says something wrong so you could almost see him sweating in this interview and yeah like you you never really see hockey players take a firm stance on anything for that matter um when it comes to literal literally any any social injustice that you'll never see hockey players take a stance whether or not you know it affects them or not but this you know this you have to look past what he's actually saying here and you have to actually you know take into context the whole situation here yeah i mean this is obviously when you think of the nhl and you you consider what's going on in the world um the spotlight points to Alex Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. He's the biggest Russian player, maybe of all time, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in the NHL. And he's still actively playing, and he's still a big icon when it comes to the hockey world. 
And you just nailed it. You know, like he's in a tough spot. You know, his his entire family lives in Russia. He does have ties to Putin. Um, he has come out and said no more war. I think everyone is up in arms because he's not doing more. Because of his, his influence. Because of um, his relationship with Eurus connection with Putin. And I don't know. I Like, if his family's in danger... If he go, if he says the wrong thing, then that's understandable. Mm-hmm. But like with a person as much influence as he has, he he could be doing more. He could be, but like I said, he's worried for his family's yeah. sake. You're talking about Vladimir Putin, who it's like the Panarin situation, <clears throat> right? Like exactly, exactly. They literally they they tried to ruin his reputation because he he took a stance against his mm-hmm. own government. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but also, yeah, like you're talking about Vladimir Putin, a man who wins every election by 107% of the vote because they accidentally put in too many votes, too many fake votes for him to win. So he wins by 100, 107% of the vote. Seems fishy. All of uh, everyone that opposes. <laughs> Seems Putin, like that's a lot. Everyone, <laughs> a little bit. My, my math is correct. I think it's above the, the average for sure. Um, but everyone that runs against him mysteriously dies of, of food poisoning. So, yeah, this is not a regular, this is not a, a free country, Russia. So, and for Ovechkin to have all of his family and his, his money tied up over there, like this is, he's fearing for his family's well-being and his own well-being. So, I understand it. Obviously, it's a tough situation because... I, I, of course, we would all like him to take a, a better stance on it, but you have to understand why he's he's kind of staying neutral here. Yeah, he's keeping away from the media on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's speaking here and there, but he is dead. His dedication right now is in hockey. He's trying not to, you know, pick a side right now because yeah. his life defend his his life and his family's life depends on it. Yeah, exactly. We are seeing other sanctions um, towards Russia in terms of the sports world, like FIFA suspended them, so they won't be participating in the World Cup in November. Um, the IOC, IIHF, has suspended them, um, so we won't be seeing uh, any any sort of Russian international team in the foreseeable future. We're also not going to see Russian club teams playing. So there there are significant sanctions on Russia um in the sports world for sure yeah ccm has even come out and said they're not going to be using russian players in their global marketing anymore Mm -hmm. and that's a massive company ccm's massive worldwide you know one of the biggest hockey um companies out there Mm -hmm. you know so i mean you're already seeing the trickle down effect um dominic hashik has come out this week dominic hashik the 57 yeah have you heard of him i I have the, heard of him. The 57 I didn't hear year old, uh, Hall of Fame goalie. Yes, <laughs> uh, he's come out and said that the NHL should suspend all Russian players without pay. He's Russian, isn't he? He's from the Czech. He's always from Czech. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he's come out and said that <laughs> NHL should just suspend and send home all of their players. He said suspend NHL players. <laughs> yes. Oh, I. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay. Okay. I like him. I like yeah. him. Uh, I mean, Gretzky came out and said that the, he called on the IOC and the AAHF to, to suspend Russian Russian teams and the Russian national team itself. 
But to take it one step further and suspend the players, I think that would send a hell of a message. But um, knowing Gary Bettman, I don't think he's gonna he's gonna do anything like that. Uh, should we move on? Yeah, we'll we'll keep close tabs on the situation going forward. But uh, for now, Toronto has fans back, Neil. We've got fans, full capacity, fans. back in the building, full capacity. Oh man, and we heard it last night. Oh baby, if you watched that Raptors game, it was a a hell of a game. It was back and forth. I think there was like twenty different lead changes the whole game, and B, it was fun as hell to see the sixth man as the crowd reacting to every single thing, like every single dunk just hit so much more, so much differently now that. You've got an entire full-capacity crowd cheering on every single dunk. It felt good. That game felt good to watch. It's almost like normal again Yeah, here in Toronto. And, yeah, we, are, um, we are back to normal. We're, I mean, not 100%, but... Yeah, vaccine mandates are no longer a thing. Um, full capacity, it's so good to see, especially going into this time of the year where the Maple Leafs and the Raptors are in playoff positions. And they're in the final stretch, yeah. Could you imagine playoff games with no fans in the stands? I, don't, I mean, we've seen it. We saw it in the bubble, right? Yeah, but this is a bubble. I mean, you have the screens up for every team. It's yeah. not like... The advantage here I'm talking about is in other arenas across the states, um, fans are like full full capacity fans yeah they never really did the 50 percent thing unless it's like miami which you know you don't have that added six um six person on the floor like the fans Mm -hmm. give the raptors a boost so it's nice to have the fans back and it's nice to see the fans giving goran dragic a nice warm welcome back to toronto after saying for so long that he has higher ambitions than toronto um, refusing to come and play in games and, and, you know, staying in Miami. Just just the warm welcome of him coming back um, to just nonstop booze every time he touched the ball was just was great. Every time he missed a shot, the fans would get up and start cheering. It was, it was great. At one point, he was making a couple shots in a row, and he did um, put his finger to his lips kind of to shush the crowd. But after that, it was – he didn't have a run after that, but – I mean, an epic tribute video for him. Oh, my God. We got to... If we haven't put this up on our social yet, we got to. Epic tribute video. It, it was It was. He, he so was good. booed every single time he touched the ball. Every he, time. He was booed when he shot free throws. He was booed when he entered the game. When he missed shots, they cheered. Yeah. When he missed free throws, they cheered. Did you see those two free throws in a row that he missed and the crowd just went insane? Yeah, it was incredible. You know, and... This was a this was a great game. You know what I mean? After the Raptors blew out Brooklyn in Brooklyn, yeah, the, you, the you, very next night, you knew Brooklyn was going to come out. They came back. Building. They played. They played strong, considering that they still had no Kyrie because Kyrie can't come to Canada. Mm-hmm. He's unvaxxed. Um, but this was a Raptors team who has been resilient, man. Like they've now been Brooklyn twice. I don't know how they're going to fare when the big three actually plays, but. That's to be seen at a future date. But for this two-night span, the Raptors are superior. Absolutely. And fuck Goran Dragic. 100%. Um, I still keep thinking about the Brooklyn Nets in the playoffs and how Kyrie won't be able to play home games. I can't even... Imagine if they they like face off against Brooklyn in the first yeah. round. 
the Raptors and you'll have no Kyrie, Kyrie the entire series. Well, Kyrie, well, New York's starting to ease up on mandates now, so he's going to be able to play. Yeah, no, there's there's some back and forth going on there, and the New York mayor has come out and said specifically, if we were to get rid of mandates for specifically one person, it would look really bad. So well, they're, they're going back and forth. Um, is it just for one person? I mean, that's what the conversation is around, I think. Just for Kyrie. As far as I you know. You know how large the city of New York is? Yes. You think they're just doing kinda, it for one it's person? It's like the poor man's Toronto kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, if they don't use up on these mandates before the, the playoffs, yeah, I don't know. Well, speaking of mandates and speaking of uh, full capacity, it's going to be fucking great when we see full ca- When it happens, if it happens when we see a full-capacity Rogers Center for the boys in blue. I was wondering where you're going with that transition there. Um, because all of almost all of last season, we saw empty stadiums, them playing in three different home settings. Yeah. Um, just having them home and having the boys in blue, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Um, just having them, you know, at Rogers Center and with, amongst the raucous 50,000 sold-out fan base just in Rogers center i don't know if we're gonna see that happen it's been confirmed that the first two series of the season at least are canceled um they're not going to make that those games up like it's it's already going to be a shortened season it's a shortened season yeah i saw um uh something on twitter the other day where vladdy and bo bichette Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Bo Bichette have both played for the Toronto Blue Jays for this will be their fourth season and um, they will not have played a full season yet in Toronto because this is again going to be a shortened season every season so far has been in four seasons yeah in four seasons has been a shortened season and they haven't played it in Toronto really yeah wow yeah crazy um, but, but yeah, both of these sides have had three months, three, not that's n- at least 90 days mm-hmm. to get a deal done. There can't between the owners and the players, they can't agree on a new CBA. We haven't even seen free agency. Like there's been nothing. There's, if this deal ever, ever gets, ever happens, you know, whenever it does happen, hopefully it does. But if it does happen, we're going to see free agent frenzy within like the first few hours. Yeah, the earliest the season can can start now is April eighth. So I mean, they've Manfred has said that they'll continue canceling games if they can't get a deal done. But they're not even close. Like they're so far apart in their negotiations right now. I know. So I don't. I don't know. He, Manfred's getting ripped by. All of these different players, Rizzo or Man Clown as Man- Stroman. Marcus has Stroman called. has been very vocal. Um, Manfred gotta go was the official tweet. Yeah, Manfred gotta go. Yeah. Over eighty k in likes. We've seen uh, we've seen players come out. Um, specifically, Ross Stripling has come out and said that the the latest um, offer to to the players' association has just was just laughable was nowhere near what they what they wanted 
This is a league that's it's one of the most poorly run leagues. It is the most poorly run leagues. Yeah, I've I've ever seen. It's they do not value their players at all. The BBL league is fucking flourishing. Yeah, I the mean B- like the BBL, the the you know busty badminton. I don't know. Just just go just go with it. All right, I was gonna let you have that one. I was just gonna move on, but <laughs> big time badminton league. <laughs> you threw in the towel on that one pretty quickly. Uh, you never yeah. tried busty badminton. <laughs> We got some busty badminton up in here. Oh, man. Um, yeah, no, the uh, I don't know what's going to happen in here. I think, is Manfred going to resign? No. I don't think he would be this deep into this um, with a stance if he had any intention to up and leave. Like, I think he's here to stay. I think he's going to continue being the most hated person in all of sports. You saw the picture of him obviously laughing, the mm-hmm. video of him laughing. I don't understand. Like, why, why are you so happy? The tweets that are coming out of the MLB are just insane. So Ian Happ, who plays for the Chicago Cubs, he, come, he just came out and he said, he's like, um, I'm considering becoming a barista. Because <laughs> be, he's not going to have a job this year. And by the way, they're not getting paid. Mm-hmm. So all these players, all of their contracts are, are just null and void if there's no baseball season. And guys like um, who just recently signed a contract, like Max Scherzer, are going to be losing up to like 200k a day, mm-hmm. a day, if there's no season. His contract was also ridiculous. Garrett Cole, high, yeah. Same with Garrett Cole, man. Mm-hmm. Like up to two hundred thousand dollars a day. The fuck, Garrett Cole. The fact that they were going to be making that much a day. Joey Gallo came out and and posted um, a snapshot of him on LinkedIn. Saying I'm new here, <laughs> I'm new here. I did see that actually. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I think <laughs> we're gonna see a lot of uh, a lot of players playing golf in the near future. Uh, I, I really hope we do see baseball this season. I really, I was really looking forward to the free agency this season because the Jays were obviously gonna make some new, some moves. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a little bit of it with, um, you know, like obviously some of the Jays that were there last season not coming back and, you know, signing elsewhere. But we were and before we could see the Jays making any moves, we we got the lockout, right? So I don't know. I'm excited to see what happens here. I'm not excited for the lockout, but I'm excited for when this deal eventually gets made and we do see that free agency. We have um we're gonna switch over to NBA talk now. I know we just took uh, spoke a little bit about Goran Dragic. Yep. But um, I, before we actually dive deep into the NBA, I just want to talk about one team in particular, a team that has been in everyone's discussions, uh, any talk show that you listen to. You can't get away from them. You really can't. No. The, the Showtime, not so much Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, they... <clears throat> Just continue to find ways to lose and continue to find ways to suck and to, you know. Because they dealt their entire depth, Neil. They don't have any bench. They don't have anyone besides LeBron, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis. And when Anthony Davis is out, they don't have anyone else. Carmelo Anthony? DeAndre Jordan? They waived him. <laughs> to lasted- sign DJ Augustine. He lasted two games, I think. Yeah, Dwight Howard was good maybe 10 years ago. DeAndre Jordan is 
in more TV shows now than he is NBA games. They have nobody. LeBron isn't that good anymore. LeBron was left in the game. Okay, I'm going to stop you there. He's still the greatest of all time. He's stat padding every game. They're down by 30 points in the fourth quarter. And why is LeBron in the game? Not yesterday's game, but the previous game. Why is he in the game when they're down 30? Are they down 30 in the third or in the fourth? Fourth. Okay, well, that's different. But he's still the greatest of all time. Getting easy buckets. He's chasing Chamberlain's record. I understand that. But what is this team trying to accomplish this season? Are they trying to They're trying to break a record? Stay relevant. They're trying to stay in the playoff hunt and it's slipping away from them. I don't know. I don't know what this Lakers team does. I don't know if Anthony Davis comes back before the playoffs. The um, future just looks awful for this team. Like there's no way out for them. There's no there's seven games out of five hundred. Under five hundred, sorry. They're so far yeah. out of a playoff spot. They're in the they're in the play in tournament spot right now, I think. But they're slipping, yeah. slipping day by day. And what? Because this makes me very happy. The Lakers doing so poorly. I do love LeBron. Don't get me wrong. I do love LeBron. Um, but them doing so poorly makes me happy because you saw in the offseason, you saw all these you know older players signing with the Lakers because they all wanted a championship ring. You saw Carmelo Anthony, DeAndre Jordan. Um, they got rid of some players that wanted to wanted to stay, like Caruso who is actually a a viable option. Um, But you saw all these older players sign with the Lakers because they're all like, I want a ring. Let's Mm -hmm. let's go get a ring. Let's go get a ring. And it's not that easy. You can't just sign all of these former good players and bring them all together and have one big happy family and just run through the league and win a championship. It's not that easy. So them doing as poorly as they are right now makes me very happy. Yeah, I mean... uh they're not going to if even if they do the play in tomorrow and mm-hmm. the season ended tomorrow and they had the play in tournament, they would play New Orleans and I don't think they would beat New Orleans. I don't think they would either. Um, I don't also think that uh, LeBron is planning on sticking around, and the reason I say that is because why would he sign an extension with this team? You know the the salary cap next season is supposed to be 121 million. That's what it's projected to be. The combined salaries of LeBron, um, Westbrook, and Davis, their big three, mm-hmm. is projected to be around 130. So nine million over this, what the salary cap will be with just three players. I think LeBron stays. I think obviously Westbrook goes. Westbrook's owed 47 million dollars next season. That's disgusting. Disgusting. He's not. He's not staying with this team. I can't believe they kept him um, before the trade deadline. I can't believe Russell Westbrook is still a Laker. I don't know why they ever thought this experiment of... LeBron's 37. You know, this aging old team, like, I don't know. I don't know how you're going to do it. LeBron stays. I I do think he stays. I think when he does retire, he's going to stay for a while. He's going to stay until uh, Bronny Jr. comes in. That's what I think. He said it so often. Even if he has to come off the bench, I think he's going to he's going to stay in this league. But he's not slowing down. That's the thing. Like LeBron is not slowing down. Obviously, we, we've all seen the videos of you know his his poor defense and him just giving up on the ball. Rob Perez actually tweeted out a video of him mid game 
last night, just giving up. Just like not fighting for any rebounds. He doesn't get a call his way and he just stands there. And meanwhile, the whole game is going on around him. And there's rebounds to be fought for. And he's standing in the way of these rebounds. And he just stands there. He doesn't no, he wasn't standing there because he wasn't getting calls. He was standing there because he wasn't getting the ball thrown to him. Well, that too. Do you not see that? Like, he's calling for the ball in the deep post and not getting maybe we, it. I, maybe we saw different videos. But there was one of him literally standing in the paint. And the ball goes up, hits the rim, and comes down. And he just stands there. He doesn't put his arm up at all. And we've seen the videos of him, you know, not coming back on defense, him, you know, not getting a call his way or him not getting the ball. And he just gives up and stays in the front court. And then the defense comes back. Like, it's it's just, know. it's, I don't know. I know he wants to play with Bronny. Um, yeah. I don't know. This Lakers team is going to be overhauled in the, in the summer. If he does get traded, can you see him going back to Cleveland? Yes, I can. What would Cleveland have to give up for him? Um, all of their young players. <laughs> Cle- all of their young. Players. Not all of them, but Cleveland's a very young team. Yeah. That's why they're doing so well. Is that they're so fast and they're so they're so energetic and they're so young. Um, and no one thought Cleveland was going to do well this season, but here they are. Uh, but no, I I think that they have to give up a lot of their prospects. I think they have to give up a lot of. A lot of their young talent. And I think that's what the Lakers need. And I think that's so... If they haven't... If the Lakers haven't realized that what they need is not these old farts coming in and playing, what, nine, ten minutes a game, I think they they have to realize now that they need younger, more energetic guys. I think... I think LeBron would ruin what the Cavs team have going on right now. I think so, too. He would completely ruin it. Which, because, is, why, which is why I don't think he's going to go this offseason. I think he's going to go in the future, but not not this offseason. LeBron has this penchant to you know, want to have his hands in the front office and be involved with any deal that they make. Mm-hmm. Any deal. Mm-hmm. Every franchise that he's done this with, he's done that. Cleveland, Miami. LA like he's been involved in decision making in teams like this further LeBron's going to want to play at least 30 minutes a game he's going to want to run ISO plays every game Mm -hmm. he's going to want the offense to run through him takes away from guys like Garland from Sexton from Mobley Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Love to an extent (laughs) like these are their core players like that they want to build around and LeBron will just completely demolish that chemistry and that um dynamic that they have going on absolutely that he did in uh la you would 100 percent throw a wrench into there uh but yeah no i think lebron stays i think westbrook goes that's that's my opinion they can trade that 47 million dollar contract they're gonna have to take a lot of money back Mm -hmm. and give up some draft picks yep so i mean good luck to them we'll see uh, should we move on to some NFL? Maybe the Raptors will make a call. I wouldn't mind that. I don't think they will, but I wouldn't mind that. I don't think they can afford that. NFL time. Uh, some news and notes coming out of the league. Probably the most prominent note, the most prominent newsworthy item here. Um, is Brady going to come back? Is Brady going to return? I don't know. The speculate. speculation is astounding. Like, he retired... And literally weeks later, <laughs> we're hearing that he can unretire. Like he's gonna say retired for what two weeks? 
Doesn't make any sense. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, when asked if they potentially will welcome back Brady if he unretires, they said that they're going to leave the light on for him yeah. as if he's coming home late. I think any team is going to leave the light on for a Tom Brady return. He's not even good. Like, he's 47 years old, and, like, has he won anything are you ever? Doing a, are you doing a bit here? Has he ever bit? won anything? I like, don't think so. I think I don't think he's done anything noteworthy in his career. He could be, like, an offensive coach, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, a tight end coming for a couple plays. An offensive coordinator. Yeah. Um, Bruce Arians has said that he will not accommodate a trade if Tom Brady asks for one and when he un- in- inevitably unretires. Uh, I think he's, that's smart. But what I don't understand is Tom Brady signed an extra year onto his deal. He, did, he signed an extension to help the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with their salary cap issues. He went out of his way to add tack on an extra year onto his contract mm-hmm. that and that would give Tampa Bay extra flexibility to sign guys and now Tom Brady would be a free agent this season if he didn't do that now he's retired and now Bruce Arians is saying that he won't do the same thing for Tom Brady if he chooses to unretire mm-hmm. so Tom Brady accommodates the Tampa Bay Buccaneers but now Bruce Arians <laughs> refuses to accommodate Tom Brady do you think that that relationship was becoming strained, like everyone says it was, between uh, Bruce yeah. Arians and Tom Brady? I think yes. I think Tom Brady is a larger-than-life figure at this stage of his mm. career. That's why he left New England, and now Bruce Arians. You've seen him get, you've seen him hit players on his sidelines. Um, you've seen him boot players out of the game if they're not going in the game, and when they're injured. Um, You've seen players take off all their equipment and run and off, run the, off field. the field. Yeah. Saying, fuck Bruce Arians. Uh, Bruce Arians, it, it's his way or no way. At the end of the day, that's how he is. That's, that's, my, that's the way he is. Um, and Tom Brady might have, cl- like, we're not hearing it publicly, but it, the two sides might have clashed mm-hmm. and forced Tom into retirement. I think that has to be part of what happened here. Um, but do you think Brady's actually going to come back? Because I don't think there's a chance that he comes back. I, I seriously don't. Well, maybe he'll come back next year. Yeah, I think he takes he takes this season to not to not play and to see how it how it is. And knowing, I mean, we've we've all heard like Gronkowski come out and talk about it, but knowing the competitor that Brady is, I think if he sits out a season, he'll be itching to get back to it. Um, there's reports about Gronk- Gronkowski that he's working out twice a, a week at Buck's facility. He's still unsigned. Mm-hmm. Um, there are talks that he could potentially retire as well. He could even end up in a place like Green Bay to play over to Aaron Rodgers. I think the only reason Gronk was good this season was because he's playing with Brady. I think they have like that, that well, wavelength between the two of them. That's the only reason he came out of retirement. Exactly. And another reason, like, is that the New England Patriots traded him as per his request when he came out of retirement to Tom Brady's team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know, man. Like, there's there's a mutual understanding that you have to have when you come out of retirement. 
And for Bruce Arians to just come out already and say, I want five first rounders for Tom Brady. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Things have to be put in place for someone to, to come out of retirement. They have to, they have to be set up perfectly for that person to come out of retirement. Um, comfortably yeah and that's that's not the case here so no i don't think he he comes out of retirement but um we did see that the dolphins uh plan to go after brady and sean payton going forward um the dolphins franchise man like there's so much going on with them specifically there's so many rumors that have pretty much ruined their their energy they're like you know what i'm trying to get out here like there's like, does Tua want to be a quarterback in a for a franchise that doesn't want him to be the quarterback? Tua needs to develop, and he's not going to get any opportunity to do so in Miami. No. He probably would have benefited by a year off, similar to, like, a full year off, similar to, like, Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers and, and even Trey Lance, you know? And, like, what we're going to see is... A very talented, hyped first-round draft pick by the Miami Dolphins turn into, you're going to hate me for this, but a Daniel Jones. Someone who is very highly touted coming out of college. I don't hate that at all. Um, Daniel Jones is not a good quarterback. You're going to see someone who's very skilled and highly touted come out of college and just do absolutely nothing. Sam Darnold is one of them. Josh Rosen is one of them. Daniel Jones Baker is one of them. Baker Mayfield is one of them. Baker has shown flashes, but he is one of them. Mm-hmm. And like this, this is what I mean, right? Like if you're not being put into a good situation where you're challenged to be developed, when you're challenged to be a, a leader in the clubhouse, when you're challenged to be the team, the captain, and you're not that, then you, you just kind of suck. Mm-hmm. You don't develop and you don't make it in the NFL. Because Tua, I think he's a good quarterback. I, I really do. I've seen him have flashes, much like Baker Mayfield does. Yeah. So I, I do think he's – I mean, he obviously hasn't played in the playoffs like Baker Mayfield has, but I think he's a decent quarterback. Um, but, yeah, I think this this um, and a, this NFL draft this year is going to be interesting to watch and see what teams actually do and see if there's any trades in terms of picks before the NFL draft actually happens. Yeah, I mean, the, there's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks this offseason. A lot mm-hmm. of teams. 100%. Whether your your quarterback is retired, whether your quarterback sucks. That's what I was going to say. All of these different things. Uh, should we move on to my running back for my New York Giants, Saquon Barkley? He's been in the news quite a bit recently um, because... You know, we have a whole new front office in New York. Uh, and they came in and basically said, we're going to listen to offers on every single player. And that includes our franchise running back, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley has been so injury prone throughout his career so far. And that has a lot to do with the fact that the offensive line in New York sucks because they can't protect him. But also, you know, at, at some point you got to say, all right, do we do we pump the brakes on this guy? Do we do we switch it up a little bit? Do we do we see what other options are out there? I don't think this is this is our GM saying that you know this we're done with Saquon Barkley. I just think he's saying everyone's got to earn their place on this team. 
which I which I respect and I appreciate. It. Yeah, your uh, GM has said that he's open to trading Saquon. It's just I don't see him being traded. No, I don't either. I don't think he's like. Why would they trade him? No, you know how hard it is to find a top running back in in the draft. Mm-hmm. Like why would you why would you trade him? I don't think he gets traded. You need to build around him. Exactly. This is just him saying, like I like I just said, like no every player needs to earn their place on this team. Like going into to training camp, going into you know the preseason, every player needs to earn their spot. I just don't understand, like with this team, how they're they're projected to be eleven million dollars over the cap. Fucking Kenny Galladay. I don't understand how that can be possible when the team is so bad. You know, like who are they paying? Kenny Galladay. How much are they paying Kenny Galladay? So much more than every other player. <laughs> Just like Saquon Barkley is getting paid in completely Bitcoin. Did you hear about that? Yeah, his entire contract is in Bitcoin. Um, but you the have, Giants, you're going to be good. You just need to. Kadarius Tony is a stud. He is. He is going to be terrific. He is an eyebrowless stud. He is. Is he eyebrowless? Look at pictures of him. He's a scary looking dude. Uh, but he's he's an amazing wide receiver. Yeah. And that was only his first season. Uh, but also the New York Giants have two first round picks in the top ten for this draft. They have a, t- a potential to shake things up. They've already yeah. said that they're sticking with Daniel Jones, which eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but that the thing is, like with the cap complications that they have, I don't think that Saquon will be traded, but be, he could be a victim of that. You know, he could be a result of that team needing to shed salary, and he could just be the person that they decide to trade because of it. But the fact of the matter is, they got to try and find a way to to shed some salaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I think you can part ways with Kenny Galladay. I think his, his value is at an all-time low right now. So, I they don't just, know. Well, they just released Mason Rudolph. Or um, Kyle... What's his name? Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph. Yeah. <laughs> I hope the Steelers release Mason Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Jesus, fuck. He's so bad. <laughs> Worst quarterback in the league. Uh, well, I mean, you're going to... Do you think the Steelers are going to go after a quarterback in this draft? I don't know what they're going to do. The Steelers are never one to talk about what their plans are openly. Yeah. Um, There's been talks that they could potentially trade for um, a guy like Garoppolo. Um, But I think the more natural thing for them to do is go out in the draft and select a quarterback and develop. I think so too. But I think with the way that this defense, here's the reason why I think the Steelers will make a trade is because their defense is the top defense in the league. They have one of the best running backs in the league. And their wide receiver core is phenomenal. The only missing piece they have is their offensive line and their quarterback. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of rumors surrounding Juju Smith-Schuster. I believe he's he's not under... He's a free agent right now, right? Yep. So do you think he comes back and plays for the Steelers? He wants to. He wants, he wants to come back and play for less money, even. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. see that. He... he there's uh front office is open to a return um juju wants to return so i think that deal will get done um i just don't think they need to overpay like kennedy kenny galladay money to get this guy yeah but um he could also sign with a team like dallas or 
any other team, you know, like it just Juju's a great wide receiver. He's still young. He's only like 24 years old. Yeah, he's still, super young. I just think he has a lot of, he's in the, he has a lot of bad press. Let's say yeah. he does a lot of um, off the field stuff that, you know, certain teams might not, might not appreciate as much. Um, but speaking of uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, he is having so- shoulder surgery. Say that 10 times fast. Um, but do you think he comes back and is the starting quarterback for the 49ers next season? No. <laughs> They've come out Similar. and said that. They're... He's for sure getting traded this month. <clears throat> the I'm pretty sure I've seen There's the 49ers 100% come out and say that they're, they're sticking with Garoppolo. I think that might be just to drive his value up a little bit because, you know, you've got a, a potential franchise quarterback in Trey Lance just sitting in the wing ready to go. So I'm reading here now, um, Pro Football Network is saying that the Steelers are targeting three free agent um, quarterbacks. Who, who are they? Teddy Bridgewater, Mitch Trubisky, and Jameis Winston. I mean, pick your poison. I think Jameis would be fucking great in this system. Teddy Bridgewater is the best quarterback out of those three, though. No, he's not. I think so. I don't think he's better than Jameis. I... Teddy Bridgewater is a boring ass game manager. He's more even. Stable. I would take Mitch. Even you would take Mitchell Trubisky over Teddy Bridgewater, a hundred percent. Really? Yeah. Wow. Such a such a shit disturber. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, I don't. We, Teddy Bridgewater is not good. Like he is horrible. I think he's pretty good. He's good for fantasy. He's a oh, okay. We're, he knows how to manage the clock. He knows how to. He's awful. <laughs> he, if he stays healthy. He's a good quarterback. Teddy, Bridge- Teddy Bridgewater is not even a top twenty quarterback. He didn't even he didn't even make it through the season as a starter because he was injured for a lot Denver. of the time. He was very injured this season, and he he is very injury prone. But I do think Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback quarterback than Mitchell Trubisky, much like every other quarterback. You're lying. I'm not face. You're lying to me lying. right now. <laughs> I think. I am, You're just trying to get a rouse out of me. I am picking Teddy Bridgewater over any other quarterback in this coming draft, for sure. Oh, my God. I think I definitely am. Is he a better quarterback than Daniel Jones? No. But honestly, I think I would take a Teddy Bridgewater over a Daniel Jones right now just to shake things up. I think. I don't know. Daniel Jones is not gonna is not gonna make us the playoffs. He's not gonna win us a Super Bowl. Daniel Jones will never make the Super Bowl, no matter what team is playing for. I don't know. Like Daniel Jones, he'd be a great backup. Yeah. You know, on any team, which he should be. He'd be a great backup. I think he's overpaid right now. I think he's in the same what we just said about Tua, right? Like he hasn't really been given a chance to develop. Mm-hmm. You know and. I don't know. I think he'd benefit sitting behind a guy um, that's like what Mitch Trubisky just did with Josh Allen. I think Mitch is going to come out really good next year. You know, like what Jameis did with Drew Brees. We didn't get a chance to see him really take off last year, but we might in Pittsburgh next year. So you think Jameis Winston is going to be a, a Pittsburgh He was Steelers. linked to the Steelers before he signed with um, the Saints. So... There's a potential of that happening. It's a, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be. I think I'm really excited for this NFL draft, mostly because the Giants have two picks in the first in the top ten. So I'm very excited. It's going to be fun to watch. 
anyways, that is uh, the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening, uh, and have a good week. Enjoy the the games with uh, the full capacity crowds in the stands. We're back. Have a good week, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shoot Your Thought Podcast. 